because everyone i think everyone really looks past bitcoin like even like all the people on coinbase bitcoin's not the flashy one bitcoin's not the one that's got like 30 percent up today top movers you know it's not one of those so people look past they fell for all the fud just like i fell for the fake meat Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Why Bitcoin Podcast, the podcast where we question everything, but mainly, why Bitcoin? I'm your host. My name is Jeff, joined here today by my substantial co-host, Doug. How do you like the word substantial? It's a Hello. thesaurus word yes. for big. <laughs> Did you just like flip open the thesaurus and it fell to that one? Well, I think of you as a big guy, so I just like put big. Joke. Sounds it is like a fat, fat joke. joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's the? I was going to say carnivorous. How's your car, carnivore diet going? You still on it? It's going good, dude. It's going good. Still doing it. Down thirty pounds. You're yeah, down thirty. Cool. Okay, yeah, right, yeah, on. Yeah. right on. Yeah. Okay. So fuck you. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> starting off strong, guys. Joining us today on the show, we have random pleb from the depths of Bitcoin Twitter. Rage underscore AF, meaning uh, rage against fiat. Is that w- what you're going with there? Which I appreciate. Yep, yep that's what I that's what I went with. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Are you a fan of Rage Against the Machine? No, it wasn't that. It was uh, like when I was younger, I was I started to like try to make music, and I went under like the DJ name Rage Cage. So okay, yeah. Then I kind of just stuck with with Rage. Whenever I was joining Bitcoin Twitter, I wanted to make make myself like a like alter ego or a little nim whatever they call them you know um so yeah that's kind of what i went with right on right on were you on twitter before bitcoin twitter i made one like a long time ago but it's it fell off i, I started like just going to instagram everywhere else but then uh then you hear about like bitcoin twitter and I, you get on to hear like shit from elon at first and then you find like a whole world of, of all these bitcoiners man <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's it's different for me. I won't speak for Doug, but I'm gonna assume it's the same for you because Twitter to me was just a a platform that I used to post my streams on when we were streaming on Twitch, and then I just completely flipped and started following a bunch of Bitcoiners. So you can really Bitcoin Twitter is definitely the best version of Twitter, but oh, yeah. we're certainly in an echo cham- chamber, I, I think. It's yeah, I've always I've always like pictures. There's more just for Instagram. You can scroll a little bit faster. I never had like a lot of uh, things I wanted to sit there and read about. But then you uh, hear about about Bitcoin, you're like, "Fuck, I want to read everything." <laughs> right on, right on. Absolutely, that's how I felt too. There's so Twitter's good for just finding good information and then, like, oh man, I've got I've got a list in my phone of just like tweets that I copy and save that are links for books or articles and all sorts of shit, so I can go back and. And read it later because there's so much. Ooh, what's that sound? Sorry about that. Let's turn everything off. Okay, no worries. We're all good. <laughs> okay, let, let, let me ask you this question, Rage, to open it with here. Uh, are you, did you, hmm, are you a carnivore? I just, I'm so interested in the idea of the Bitcoiner as a person. And we're all insane on Twitter. And I'm, I'm just curious what kind of aspects you've taken from Bitcoin Twitter that have affected your life. 
Well, I think even like before Bitcoin, I always wanted to try to like do something to make a change. You feel like you feel pretty small, but if I could do something small, like what what can I do to to change something? So initially I wanted, I started to try it without meat. I wanted to try to just go everything like synthetic meat, you know? So I was going to go down that ra- route because like, Ooh. that's like, I know, right? Like, because you want you want to go make a change. I did, but I, then you don't learn about all this stuff. Like then I started getting into to Bitcoin Twitter. I'm like, holy shit, it's all a fucking lie. Uh, mm-hmm. they, this is what they want from you. Like they're going to push this synthetic shit down your throat and you're going to fucking pay for it. So, uh, once I learned that, I'm like, holy shit, now I'm going to start trying to find us all this meat. So I started buying some from, um, this Oshi app. Have you guys heard of that one? No, no. I'm in Canada. Remember? I don't know. Is it a States? I, I, think, or? I think it's got other locations. I'm not sure if it's just in the States, but like, it's just mainly, it shows you all like local businesses around you that accept Bitcoin. So, uh, we found one that's Wait, called, what's it called? It's called Oshi, O-S-H-I. Okay, all right. Yeah, for like Satoshi, and so he just took Oshi. All right, gotcha. Yeah, so uh, on there you can order like beef. So I found this this company, Holy Cow, and they'll ship from Texas all the way over here, and you get to like order beef boxes, and you pay with Bitcoin, and then you get Bitcoin back in rewards. So it's like win-win. No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So this Oshi site, it just has all sorts of different businesses. Is that right? Yeah, I actually got my business on there. We, uh, I work at a sign shop, Vital Signs of Bakersfield, and uh, we got, got mine on there because I wanted to um, make it available for businesses if they want to start accepting Bitcoin. So I put my banners on there and it comes with uh, like three different banners and then uh, some decals. So it's all for a hundred bucks and then you get a 10% kickback in Bitcoin. So yeah, that's awesome, man. I should, Doug. You you should put your yeah leatherwork thing. I didn't on there. know this. I'm looking at it right now, dude. This is kind yeah. of baller. Yeah. Okay. Well, wait a second. Is there like a section for work? Like, uh, there's everything you know, on there. Working there's like, men, you know, like can I just be like a random contractor? I'll work for Bitcoin. There's, I think I saw like some like fireplace thing on there. Some some people would come to your house and like build like a like a the fire or like a, a grill right set up in your backyard. So I I don't know. You could. I think I've seen tile work on there. I've it's, if you want to start accepting Bitcoin, put your work on there, you know? <laughs> Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I didn't... Oshi.tech. Okay. All right. Very yeah. cool. Dot what? Dot tech. T-E-C-H. Yeah, I just, I just used the app. I haven't even been to the, the website. Yeah, right okay. I just Googled it real fast, so... Right yeah, that's a, that's a good find. Thanks for that, man. I know. I, okay. I love it. I try to find anything I can on there now. <laughs> Hell yeah! Now, Jeff, we've skipped ahead like three steps here to our normal pattern. Like we didn't do a heartwarming thing, and we didn't ask, we didn't tell everybody how we know Rage and why he's important. Like you just jumped right ahead, man. You are sick. You're sick today. So <laughs> what did I mean? Okay, I Jeff is, Jeff is ill, so he this is not going to be top notch. No, I'm trying to casting. You just, know what it is, Doug? Take the should, L, bro. No, I should have. I should have warned. I, I think we should be more free form now. I don't no. know if we need. No, no. Just because you're sick, you're going to change everything on everyone. We worked <laughs> four seasons to train people how to listen to us, and now you're just like, nah, fuck it. Let's just just throw it away. <laughs> we trained no. people. No, how to you're listen. not doing that. Okay, yeah, Rage, exactly. you're you're a fan of the show. Do you like our opening? Do you like do you like the heartwarming stories? Do they make you chuckle? Do you have one for us today? Anything heartwarming? Mm. I should think of something. I shouldn't put you on the spot. I like got that. one. Don't even worry. Oh, about your back. Yeah, Doug, you have ears. What warmed your yeah. heart today, Doug? So today I'm scrolling through Twitter like one does, you know, and uh, I'm looking for it right now. And uh, what was it? What was I talking about? Here he goes, never uh, prepared. No, no, no. It's just, it was, it, it was one of those things. But, oh, uh, oh those things. there was this, 
so our friend uh chef chef Reese 73 chef quattro uh he posted this thing this it just made me laugh my ass off you got to find it it's uh it's like this two minute long video of this woman going absolutely batshit crazy about chicken nuggies at the drive-thru like just honest to god demonic and at one point she goes i'm gonna go super saiyan on your ass and i just burst out laughing dude i couldn't stop and so i just posted laughing my ass off at that going super saiyan and then chef says he says hey man i was thinking about you day hope everything's good and i was like that's the fucking nicest thing anyone has ever said to me on Twitter ever. Usually it's like, fuck you, asshole. Yeah, you've not even been that nice to me. So it's like, that was really nice. Like, Bitcoiners are fucking nice and I love it. So there. There's... Heartwarming story. Shut up. Next thing. No, that that is good. I do feel like, uh, you know, we are friends on Bitcoin Twitter. I feel very close to a lot of people. I think, I mean, I think about Bitcoin all day long. So obviously Bitcoiners cross my train of thought as well and i hope everybody's doing good that's actually one of my questions i want to get into a little bit later um what did what was i going to say about that oh you know what's the matter with me this is what's the matter with me i saw that that thing that uh, chef posted and i'm so like gone in what i think of the clown world at this point that my first that my absolutely first initial thought is what is this video getting popular for and what is it trying to hide like what crazy thing happened in the economy or whatever that they're gonna pump out this chicken nugget lady so that it can cover up the news that's the straight straight tinfoil hat huh yeah like i i I need should i back off am i am i too insane no 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 just push forward dude it always works out good if you just keep pushing forward (laughs) okay nothing bad ever happens it's good no, I, I agree with you, man. I, I, every time I see something big happen, I was like, what, are, what, what else is actually going on underneath the surface that they're trying to hide? What is this like veil that they're trying to put over what's, what's actually happening? Yeah. You know what's funny? You guys say that and something popped up in my brain today. You know, everyone is freaking out about Elon, like everyone's tweeting about Elon, you know? And of mm-hmm. course he's engaging. What are we not talking about? That, yeah, that's exactly it. It's what's no, no. The... I mean, legitimately, we're not talking about these huge elections coming up tomorrow. Oh, like, true. like there's there's going to be power shifts and everything else, and they've been trying so hard to distract with like some dude in his underwear with a hammer, and and then Elon is like, like picking fights with people. Like, it it seems pretty pretty ridiculous to me that the. Uh, that that's what the world is worried about right now is fucking Elon Musk. Yeah, it all so. seems so orchestrated. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I can't yeah, look I, at the I, news. I, I'm and agreeing not... with you. I'm agreeing with you. So cool, man. You've lost but your mind. You're right there. Makes with me us. Happy. That makes me happy. There's people out there trying to depict it all and try to figure out what the hell is actually going on. And most of them, you find that they're they're Bitcoiners. They're the ones that are actually digging for the truth, and they're they're the ones finding it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it, man. Because you know you know whatever the. You know, whenever you see a, a viral video or whatever it is, it's like there's a reason that this is getting pumped out to the masses right now, and they're they're all going to be talking about it. Yep. I'm just, I just don't care any. Like, I don't, I don't get any pleasure out of it. I wish I could laugh at that video, but I'm so what's the word cynical. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I just no. especially after you that, see how many smart people that that are in Bitcoin, like the things that they're saying, and there's getting like no traction out there, and then stupid videos like a chicken nugget video is is getting all the traction. You're like, wow, there's there's so much intelligent things being said, and everyone looks right past it. 
Yeah, but yeah. dude, if the intelligent people were talking about going Super Saiyan on somebody, then they get attention. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta frame your arguments properly, okay? We gotta go Super Saiyan on this show. Yeah, let's go Super <laughs> Saiyan on this show, and then we'll go viral. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have I have two super regular questions for Rage. We should have yeah. started with Can we this, start but... with his story, though? Because I think it's interesting. Oh. Okay. Like, like how I, we I, actually I... met him and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Because honestly, I'm going to be the interviewer now. I'm going to be. This is this oh, okay. is my segment. Now. Take it Doug out. Interviews Jeff and the guest. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> Doug interviews that guest and the Jeff. Okay. So, so Jeff comes to me like six months ago, and he's like, "Hey, dude, uh, do you have an address or a PO box?" I'm like, "Yes, but no, you can't have them <laughs> because I don't trust anybody." He's like, "Well, there's this dude. He wants to send us stuff." I'm like, "Like what?" And it was this really cool stuff, and then we've you've seen it now. You've posted. We talked about it a couple times on the show. Just give me a good but, shout. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's cool stuff, dude. It's still and dude, I have I to tell it. you, I'm so glad you're on. Uh, my kids mm-hmm. went fucking nuts for the stickers. I just dude. let them go wild with it. They they called it. What do they call themselves? They called themselves like the Bitcoin Club, and they were like putting <laughs> stickers all over their stuff and running around like we're part of the Bitcoin Club. Yeah, freaking awesome. I love that. Yeah, it was great. So. So anyways, so Jeff, you know, he's coming to me. I, I don't know. You know, we've never had anything like this before. And it was really cool. And uh, I get all this stuff in the mail. And so how did that interaction happen with you guys? Because I only got the end of it. I didn't get the, the beginning in the middle. Hmm. So I want to hear that story. I, th- I think you hit me up, right, Jay? I think uh, said something. I think I tweeted something about time. And you're like, hey, we actually just talked about this on my show. Have you heard my oh. show? But I was actually yeah. really, I was really happy you hit me back up because I had, uh, I was going, I was listening to him on uh, Apple Podcasts. Well, that's where I found you guys. And then I did a switch over to Fountain because then, because I, I wanted to learn how to like stream sats and and to run the Fountain app. And then I didn't uh, pass that that one over. I didn't get your guys's added on to my uh, my playlist on Fountain. So then you hit me up. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. I like that show. And then so I went on and, uh, and I've been with you guys streaming sats ever since. Oh, right on, man. Now we appreciate that. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, uh, I don't know, me and Doug are pretty open and honest about it. We don't really pump the show out. But when I see somebody specifically say, yeah, I can't remember what it was. I wish I did. I should go back and check. But you, you had brought up a point that we had specifically just talked about. And I was like, we're, we literally just talked about this. And then you checked us out. So that was cool. Yeah. And I went back and listened to the episode. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah there it was. <laughs> right on. So, okay. Why don't you tell us... Uh, your classic Bitcoin story and uh, how, how you discovered Bitcoin. Cause I, I don't know what year you're from and you don't, you can leave out as much detail or add as much detail yeah. as you want, but I'm uh, I'm fairly new. Actually. I, I think i looked up the date on Coinbase. I think it was like April 14th of 21. So that was like damn near the top. Right. Right on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, uh, my, uh, my first stats were at 62 K I think it was. But, uh, Hell yeah! Yeah, man, <laughs> rode it all the way down. But uh, but it took it took me a while to find Bitcoin though, because it, it started with uh, my buddy showing me Robinhood, and uh, so he came over, showed me, got his free couple stocks, and he was trying to teach me on calls and puts and all this other shit that he does. And I'm just like, okay, well, let me just buy a stock and I'll figure this out. So I started doing a little bit of that, and then on Robinhood they have on there, there's like Bitcoin and Ethereum. There's a couple other other ones on there. So then I'm like. I, stocks were pretty boring to me. So I was like, well, what's this crypto stuff? So then I started getting on there and then I was like, well, I've heard there's a bunch more coins. So then I went to, uh, um, my buddy showed me Binance. And then, so then I, sh- I also shit coined at the top. So 
I was uh, I wasn't a hard maxi right off the bat, but once you uh, once you buy the top of some shit coins and get wrecked, you you become a maxi pretty quick. Wow, that's tough, man. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. So you you were at the tail end of the bull market, and uh, yeah, that was kind of what I wanted to talk about because me and Doug came in at like sort of middle of the the bull market, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of curious, both of you, like. How, where are your spirits at right now? How do you, how do you, in uh, the quote unquote crypto winter that we're in, you know, it's just like, ew, been, did I, you actually say that? I said that because I know yeah. it's your favorite word. I know it's your favorite oh, word. My skin is crawling. I got to go take a shower now. That's <laughs> this is the thing though, man. It's like, so a year ago, so I, I started a quote unquote new job today. I'm just working with the guys that I worked with roughly a year ago when Bitcoin was ripping and I was like screaming at everybody, you guys gotta understand what's going on here. The world is changing. Yeah. Get in now. Yeah. And today I I met them again. None of them are Bitcoiners. And I didn't even bring it up. And I feel bad because now is the time when we should be bringing it up. Like, hey man, start stacking. It's cheap as fuck and this is a good idea. So but I just don't (laughs) I don't know why I don't. I, I kind of feel I don't know if it's worth the. I don't know. I've got. Where, where do you get? I've gotten to the point where if I've, if they, if they know I'm the Bitcoin person, like they're gonna have to. They I need them to want it. I need them to want to learn this information because me like spewing all this shit at them. They're not. They're not taking it in. You're wasting. You're wasting your breath at that point. But whenever they when it, something clicks for them, they will come back because they know you're the guy. So that that's your chance. That's your time to be ready for them whenever they're ready to learn it. Yeah, that's what it is, man. It's just like, it's weird because we're just it bothered me because i'm just watching all these guys get poorer and poorer and poorer and you know watching inflation rip and nobody has any idea what's going on and it feels i don't know if helpless is the right word but it's just like i know not nobody's going to be interested again until the next big bull run whenever that happens right so you just got to kind of sit and wait and watch everybody lose their money and it just It sucks. Like the fiat world is shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling angry at the fiat world as it is. Cause yeah, like these guys I'm working with, you know, they're, they're like me, they got family at home. They bust their ass all day. They do hard labor and then they go home and then everything gets more and more expensive. And it's just like, Hey man, look at Bitcoin. And then also understand how the fiat system works. And then also you'll feel better about everything in your life. But yeah. I don't know if I I don't know if I have the energy for it anymore. Like, am I a bad person? Are you? Yeah. No, no. You you're you've done all the work, but people have to feel the pain to look for a solution. We, we've we've like looked for a solution because we haven't found truth. You know, like a, like these people in the like the earlier Bitcoiners are looking for for something more, finding more. But other people are going to have to feel a lot more pain before they're actually going to see it. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, and this is the other interesting thing that I noticed is the one guy that I did get to start buying that he started buying at like 18, which is I tweeted out the other day. I'm like, we got to go down to 12 because if this guy started buying at the fucking bottom, it's just not fair. Yeah, But but that guy has money. You know what I mean? Like that guy, he's understands how finance, well, somewhat understands how finance works, is good with his money, saves it. And he's like, okay, I've put the work in to understand Bitcoin and I'm going to start buying some. Like he, he's not a fucking hardened Bitcoin maximalist, but he's, he's doing his daily buys. Actually he was doing daily buys. And then I asked him if he was still doing it. And he said, uh, yeah, no, I just saw the money in the account. So I just smash bought all of it. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel that. I, I do that too all the time. It's tough not to, but, but I get concerned. Oh, I guess this is my question for your age. I get concerned with the guys that, 
are already struggling to get by. And I feel like if anything, if, if I'm anything in this fucking Bitcoin space, I want to be like the head of the, Hey, I was a fucking idiot. I had no money and I'm stacking sats because it's going to change my life and how I have an outlook on life. Mm -hmm. But I see so many people and so many people we've interviewed on the show that I've had, you know, really good, well-paying jobs and have their whatever investments already. And then they just shift over to, to Bitcoin. So my question for you is, uh, what were you like with money before Bitcoin and how, how has that changed? Like, were you already well I, off or were you broke? No, no. Um, I was, I, ba I basically just um, started kind of getting my finances together. So I was, I'm, I'm only 31 right now. I bought a house about five years ago. So it was, I think it's, was it 2017? Yeah. So I, uh, I bought a house then and I just started paying off, paying on that. And then uh, I finally had a little bit of extra money of like, what, what do I save my money on? Cause I was all always just like getting out of debt with credit cards and with everything else. So once I pulled myself out of the debt hole, I'm like, okay, well, what do I do with this extra cash flow? So that's whenever my buddy, he told me about that. And then, yeah, then, then you learn about Bitcoin and that's where every extra cent that you have, that's where it goes. Right on, right on. Yeah, I've always, I've always uh, been like, I, I've always hated gambling. Gambling is like a, uh, not not one of my favorite things to do. Or like, I I don't, especially especially like even thinking about like the stock market. I, the whole thing is gambling. Crypto, it's gambling. I, and I, I didn't want that. When I was looking for a place to put my money for a long time, I at first I didn't know how bad the money I was holding, like how it did like degrades over time. Just learning the ideas of like the monetary system, like that's that's a lot. And then you then Bitcoin becomes easy. Like <laughs> when you're like, if I just hold this fucking dollar, I'm going to be losing value or, or it's either that, or I have to go gamble somewhere else. So that it was just two shitty choices. And then, then Bitcoin comes in and it made it made the decision easy. Yeah, man, I stand, I stand right there with you as uh, I felt like I was very risk averse, I guess is the, the term that people use. And then, yeah, the more you, the more you'd research it, I, I had a click in my head. I'm like, oh, not only owning Bitcoin is a gamble. I'm gambling with my money if I'm not all in on Bitcoin. Yeah. That's when I went all in because, because you're just hoping that the, I mean, we see, we see every month the fucking Jerome comes out and says what he says. And then the value of whatever <clears throat> changes as it were. And if you just hold Bitcoin, it's just a good, easy monetary network yeah. nobody can fuck with yeah. god i love bitcoin yeah. I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys something so um like the the global financial crisis like 2008 right was uh did that affect either of your guys's life at all like when it was happening doug no not really dude no. yes you okay edit spot here <laughs> haven't you said <laughs> Well, just if you don't want to bring this up, but we've had a conversation like amongst ourselves that you went through house troubles and it was around the 2008 crash that you had to refinance yeah, and do that, all that shit. Well, yeah, that was because I was an idiot though and had a lot of issues that I didn't take care of. Mostly it was debt related and it was related to my divorce. So, um, I mean, it didn't, it, it wasn't like Lehman Brothers, like I was heavily invested and I lost my shorts. It no, but was, you owned the house and then yes. didn't you have to refinance the house? Well, yeah, the... They well, what they did is they kept selling my paper around. And so yeah. eventually it got to the point, I didn't even know who owned my mortgage. But uh, at the end of the day, it's sort of like, I don't really know the people that own my mortgage now. So it's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. I was, I was upset about it, but it, I, I don't, I've never had enough money to care. You know, like, and I didn't understand what money was. Mm -hmm. So I just knew something very bad was supposedly happening that 
Paul Ryan was telling us that we need to spend trillions of dollars to bail out the automotive companies with. Mm. And I was like, well, that's stupid. That's dumb. I don't want to do that. And then, and then I think that was, they also decided they were going to take the, the, the cash for clunkers thing when they got rid of all of the, that part did affect me because I've always bought secondhand cars Mm. and suddenly you couldn't find a fucking uh, used car to save your life, you know, because they take them on and then they just were smashing them. Like that's what Fiat does. Yeah. The government says we're going to take cars that are totally usable and we're going to buy them from you and then smash them. That's what we're going to do. It's a good way so, to use. Yeah. 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 It's, that's really smart. It sounds like Fiat for sure. That's yeah. It sounds fiat. a lot like Fiat. So did it personally affect me? Yeah, I guess. I guess you could say that, but like, like I, like I said, I wasn't, it wasn't invested in real estate or anything. I owned a house and that paper got passed around a lot as all these different companies went under and yeah. they were not nice about it. And eventually I had to refi and it was awful. Yeah. But in terms of like, you know, I wasn't out on the streets or anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you were, you were still affected by a system that was broken. Oh, right? sure. I think yeah. that's yeah, the, yeah. the key here. Right. It's like, Doug, you've, you've watched, um, Oh God! What's the what's the Bitcoin movie margin, with the guys? I don't know. Uh, margin calls the one. The other one is Big Short. Big yeah. Short. You've watched the Big Short, right? I have not watched the Big Short yet. I what? Yeah. No, dude. Oh God! What are we doing? Sorry, okay. I'm reading books. Pause, <laughs> pause the show. Go watch that freaking movie, man. It should be a <laughs> weekly event in your house. Is watching the All Big right, Short. All right, hold on. We'll pause it right here. Hold There's on. A lot of good quotes from that one. All right, I just watched it. It was awesome. What a great movie. All the quotes were so good. That part (laughs) where where, uh, that one guy said the things, damn, I felt that, bro. I think think you genuinely... No, I do want to watch it. I'm kidding. I do want to watch it. I just haven't had a chance. No, I think you genuinely feel different about the way that your mortgage got fucked around with after watching that movie and seeing how broken the system was that you were involved in, man. Well, listen to me, conspiracy theory, Jeff. Why do you assume that Hollywood is telling you the true version of how that shit went down? I'm sure it's not the true version, but at least it explains the guy had different bets and stuff or whatever. I forgot exactly how he had it, how he had it all set up, but he has it all the dates and names and the dude's bet that was like, it took a couple years for it to actually happen. Mm-hmm. Like you still see, there's still history in it. Like there's still facts of what went down. I'm not but saying you're... I'm not going to watch it or that I'm even against it. I'm just saying it's not high on my priority list because I think it should just, be higher on your priority list. Another set of assholes that have ruined. I mean, we've had assholes forever, dude. <laughs> like, like you know how much how much history I'd have to learn to learn about all the assholes. It'd be it'd be insane. I never we couldn't even do this podcast. I'd have to be learning still. Yeah, they so, are all the assholes. You're right. They're all the assholes. They got it all. And so, what about what about you, Jay? Did uh, uh, anything? I don't know how old you are. Yeah, I'm the same age as you. I'm 31 or 32, somewhere in there. Um, I was in call. I was in the end of high school and or the beginning of college, and uh, yeah, so it didn't affect me. I never bought. I've never. I still don't own a house. I still just rent. Um, but my whole 20s, like I went to college specifically to party and i accomplished that goal <laughs> i made it i made it out alive like when i say i fucked around with my 20s i mean i really did i could have done a lot more i could have developed a lot more but i was 
I don't know, I guess the word to use would be either depressed or nihilistic, but very much just didn't care, didn't care about anything, only cared about, you know, partying, drinking, having a good time, and always figured, I'll figure out what I'm going to do with my life later. Yeah, same, <laughs> same way, dude. Yeah, just the, the world, I felt really like black-pilled before finding Bitcoin. It's definitely brought back a lot of hope into my life because, yeah, that's that was pretty much my 20s too, and just partying friends and forget about like what's what what had happened so but yeah the the main reason why i'd asked you uh both like that is just because during that high school for me whenever that happened my uh my dad was in the construction business and uh whenever the the market went out from underneath us he lost his job and then um him and my mom got split up my mom left with my sister and the dog and then i stayed with my with my dad at the house and we got our cars repossessed and we got evicted from the house so that financial crisis was pretty much a crisis. <laughs> Holy shit. Huh. So that, that really hit you then. Oh, yeah. So this is what I don't get, man. Uh, and I don't know, you might not have the answer, but like right now we're basically in a fucking another financial crisis. Everything's exploding as far as I can tell from what I understand from what the macro heads are talking about. Yeah. But that's why I get scared. I just, I'm thinking about all the kids that might have to go through the same shit that I did. I'm just, it's, it's scary. It's awful. It's Let me weird. pause you a second. Rage, do you have kids? No, I do not, actually. I, I ended up getting a vasectomy. I was so black-pilled. Oh, shit. What, yeah. seriously? Yeah, I just, I uh, I didn't I didn't want to have kids. I didn't want to bring them into this this place. So, but um, but I also wanted to, if, if I wanted to later, I, I want to be able to use my, uh, what I am in this world to help whoever else is here. So instead of me having kids and hoping that they turn out good, I'd rather send my energy into helping people that are already here. Wow, man that that hurts oh, no, I'm not, it's not to hurt it's it's actually like a motivation thing it's like no that's good that's good tough that's shit good. and then try to help other people that are going through tough shit okay man i want to ask you this question then because you're you're saying all the what the fuck are the words we use for these people the woke or the you know the liberal types yeah you, you said you know you said you wanted to eat the, the yeah. beyond meat and all this stuff so were you fully like swallowing all of that shit? You know, yeah, like you don't have kids because it's going to save the environment. And I was, I was definitely down that path. I was definitely a part. They, they definitely hooked me at in the beginning because, like, on your first when you first want to make a change in the world, like that first layer that they leave there for you, that's the one that I picked up on just for like a couple months or so. And then, then as I dug deeper and deeper, then you learn that all of it was such bullshit. Yeah. Or are you just not so angry all the time? Um, <laughs> I guess that's why you have rage in your name. Exactly. But yeah, man, like it, it, so I was, I was there too, you know, Oh, the environment is, is going to explode. We're all going to die. I was a big fan of the, uh, the day after tomorrow, that movie and what's his name? Al Gore's movie, you know, oh, like, God, dude. Oh yeah, dude. I, I was, I was amazing. I was, we're friends. Honest to God. It really it's is. Weird. It, it, no, it, I just, I think it's crazy how much Bitcoin opens up your eyes. So then rage, my question to you is how much has it changed you then? Like, are you just a completely different person? Do you have friends in your life that you had to leave uh, and just stop talking to because your um, views were just so different or. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. My wife still loves me. I'll just, I'll start there. <laughs> She's been having to put up with a lot of just my craziness after I learned this all, I'm just like spewing all of this out. And she's like, this isn't even the guy I married. Like I, I never liked to read books. <laughs> I didn't really give a shit about politics. I was just like, leave me alone. Let me just come home, smoke some weed, play some video games, and then just right back into the rat race the next day. But 
then when you feel like your eyes get opened to Bitcoin and then, yeah, I, I do feel different. I, uh, I, I don't think I like, uh, regret like the, the whole vasectomy thing, but, um, I still want to try to just do the, the, like the best I can. Wow. Yeah. That's tough, man. That's, uh, that's exactly where I was. It's just like Bitcoin just opens your eyes to it. And it, okay. So did you feel while you were in it, while you were thinking, you know, eating the mainstream narrative and all that shit, did, did you have the inkling in your mind saying, maybe this is all bullshit. And then Bitcoin was like, yeah, this is all bullshit. Or was it like a real smack in the face? Like, Hey man, your whole life has been a lie. Wake the fuck up. How, how did that moment, was there a moment you remember that happening? Um, it was, it's just like a slow burn pretty much. Like it just one, one lie after another. And then you're like, whoa, then, then you just start to, I don't believe anything now, now that I've like learned pretty much 90% of the shit that I was been told that is a lie. Now the rest of the 10%, I, I can't, I can't even trust it at this point. So that's, that's again, why Bitcoin is so awesome. Don't, don't trust, verify, be able to, to know like this actually happened and what is actually truth. That's exactly it, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, just one, one little thing at a time that'll start to just tick away at you. And then, then your eyes are really open. Mm -hmm. And you, yeah, like you said, you feel like a whole different person. Yep. Um, how long have you been with your wife for? I'm just, I'm asking because I've been with mine for, well, since college, a long time. And, you know, you, like you said, you grow and you change and you stick together or you don't, but yeah. we've changed, we've both changed so much. And then you just hope that that person comes along for the ride. So have you guys been together for a long time yeah i think we're like, like 14 years now we've been oh shit yes it was uh she, she was my sister's best friend so i've known her for a long time so but yeah she's she's been my best friend for a long time and then uh but yeah after this this was like a big a big change for her she was having to <laughs> really think about a lot like like who is this guy <laughs> but yeah it, it definitely just like a, a 180 almost like yeah Absolutely. Okay. So then I, I saw you, I was scrolling through your Twitter. I saw you retweeted. This is from a while back, but it's, uh, I don't know if you said it or if you retweeted it. Somebody says, if, uh, if your wife isn't concerned with how much you're stacking, then you're, you're short Bitcoin. And I've definitely gotten that before. So is your wife orange pilled now, or does she just kind of let you do it? Is she concerned? Where does she stand on that? At first she was, uh, she was just like, kind of let me do my thing. Like just with like all the other, um, like crypto in the beginning. And then, uh, now it's, she, she definitely is a hundred percent Bitcoin with me after everything that we've talked about. And she helps me with my, uh, with my meetups and, but, uh, there's, there's qualities of, about Bitcoin that she even likes. I've tried to ask her cause like one of my favorites is, is freedom that I get from it. But something that she said that kind of shocked me, she said, um, like stability, and I was like, that's that's kind of like a like a different answer than most people would say. You don't think of Bitcoin, you think stability. But whenever I, whenever uh, she has Bitcoin now, and I, I got her like an open dime. Well, now that she knows, like she's got her money right there, she, it feels like there's like something that you can't take from you. So there is there is that stability in it of like you, that you know that you know that you own it. So she does like that fact. So that's hey, awesome. I have a question. You just real quick, totally kind of off the, the subject, but you yeah. brought up open time. Can you keep adding to those? Yeah. Yep. You. So it's, a, I okay. see it as a. It's a. It's like a Bitcoin piggy bank. So like a piggy sure, bank. Works okay. where you put money in. Well, you can only to get your money out. You got to break it, but you can keep putting your money in as long as you want. Okay. All right. I did not know that. So yep. that's cool. Yeah, they are yeah, pretty I cool. I haven't used an open. I'm I'm way behind on my tech that I should be. Using I got a couple money. of open dimes when uh, when, you when got I got card. my coal card. But oh, okay. I did not. Uh, 
I haven't used them yet. So I, uh, I like it. It just it kind of gives a little bit of like tangibility to Bitcoin and just to know that like. Uh, Do you have to use a signing device with it or is it no, its it, own thing? It, it's its own thing. So like uh, once you uh, once you plug it in, you put like some pictures on there and it will it will make a seed phrase for you and it keeps it like on the device and it's sealed. It's like no one knows what the seed phrase is until you poke the hole on the on the uh, open dime. And then that's what will reveal the seed phrase. Interesting. What a cool thing. I know. Mm-hmm. Man, tech yeah. is cool. Yeah, I, is cool. I, I, that's another thing with Bitcoin. I try to get my hands on as much like different hardware as I can just to test it out to tell people about like like how to use it or how to mess with it. So like do you guys do you guys run nodes? Yeah, I do. Nice. Uh, oh, you're a node or just like a regular node? Uh, I have a it's a it's a umbral, so it's both. Okay. So this should be lightning, yeah. I, I, was, I was just curious. I, I've I've been getting into that uh, running like a lightning node recently, so that's been one of my uh, little hobbies, just opening up channels and, and moving that around. Yeah, I've opened up a couple channels, but I've not obviously done it properly. So yeah. you know, it's I have some sats like out there in the universe, like yeah. but I, I haven't really figured out how to make it you know go. So. Yeah. It's in the beginning. It's it's tough to to get it started. But uh, what I did is there's a there's a, another website. It's called Lightning Network Plus, and then the, it, yeah. it offers you like little shapes you can jump in with, like a triangle or like a square. And then mm-hmm. yeah, I did that a couple of times too. But there's still I, I don't know. It's still not doing anything. Yeah, you gotta you have to do multiple because if you only have like one or two channels, you're not uh, there's not a lot of options for you to move around. The more and more that you right. get into the uh, into the Lightning Network, the more you're starting to move around. Hmm. But yeah, I actually, uh, I think I just hit, like I'm in the top thousand nodes. So that was pretty a good uh, achievement for myself. Yeah. I myself, I haven't said this publicly on the pod before, but I still don't run a node. (laughs) So I'm a bad Bitcoiner, man, but that's bad. eh? I should have one. I can't. That's your vote. I know. Literally your vote. I know. I, I'm a terrible Bitcoiner. I still can't justify like buying the hardware for it. I just feel like I'd be better off buying sats. And I know that that's so backwards that I should get a fucking node set up. But yeah, well, man, I have this show. Is like, so like say, say Bitcoin goes past like 60K or whatever. Like at that point, I don't know if I'm, I, I think I might take that time to start like buying other, other parts of Bitcoin stuff or like, paying off more debt. Like, I don't know if I should like start saving up for the next bear. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I feel like too. It's like, I don't know, man, we, we came up in the bull run and I was stars in my eyes. Bitcoin's never going to go down. This is it. <laughs> Hyper Bitcoinization is now. Yep. And now, you know, the reality is, is just like, I don't, <laughs> I don't have that much. I, I don't, I don't. And, uh, uh yeah i probably should save up and buy a fucking node like i'm a terrible person i get that but yeah i haven't done it yet and i feel like i'm missing out like i've listened to all of the podcasts about running a node and how to how to do it and how to set it up and how to do the things and what you can buy and the other thing is you know what it is the other thing is is that there's so many options like you can do the umbro machine or you can buy the prepackaged one or you can buy the raspi blitz or you can buy the this or you can like i have an old laptop that i could just whip up and download bitcoin core so i've been trying to decide what's the best option for me well probably for if you're just starting off just just run core and so you don't have to put anything else into it yet you know just just so you say that you have a node and you are what is it verifying all the transactions 
That's what I was thinking mm-hmm. too. I really should get that set up. The yeah. other thing is like, you know, when you get into Bitcoin, well, maybe this will be a question. You're a little nervous. Like when I made my first Bitcoin transaction, oh, yeah. it was like, oh Hell shit, yeah, you dude. double check yeah. every single digit, every single letter, make sure everything's good. Make sure you're not messing it up. And I'm like tech illiterate, you know, back <laughs> in high school, I knew how technology works, but a decade goes by and everything's like way over my head now. I guess I'm an old man, but like, that's the other thing. I don't want to set up a node and do it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like I still have that mental barrier, which is probably a little bitch of me to do. I should probably just get over that. <laughs> yeah. With all the help that's out there now though, you know, it's yeah. like. Be a uh, BTC kinda... sessions. Have you guys watched any yeah. of his videos? He'll break, he breaks everything. We down. had him on the show. Yeah. Oh, you have? Oh, nice. Yeah. I met him last yeah, week, yeah. actually. Oh. Oh, there he is right now. He's calling you. <laughs> Keep my name out of, my, out of your mouth. <laughs> you know Ben. He's, he's real possessive. He's good. Who, is, that, is that yours, Rich? It's not you? I think it is you. Oh, my wife. Sorry. Sorry about that. This is my wife's computer. I didn't even know that it was connected. There you <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's you. It's yeah, definitely. I've done. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's all me. My fine. bad. My bad on that, guys. No worries. Yeah, we're just uh, standing here waiting for you to yeah, silence her, it. And it's just her like, Max. I was like, I wasn't even used to. It's like, oh my shit's quiet. That's funny. That's funny. No, no stress, man. Well, now you know. Okay, well, this is a, this is good. You bring up uh, Ben because I actually I don't. Doug, have I talked about me going to the Bitcoiner meetup yet on this show? I can't remember no. if I've... Yeah, so I went I went to a meetup, and I know, Rage, that you set some up, so I want to ask you about yours as well. Yeah. But uh, so I went to mine. It was really cool. I met a couple cool Bitcoiners. Uh, and yeah, Ben, BTC Sessions, Ben was there. So I got to nice. say what's up to him and say, say hi. Uh, unfortunately, after... So they do like an hour of education, and then after they go to a bar that's across the street. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, the bar was taking IDs. And like, I look like what I look, I look like a 31 year old man with a big beard and I didn't have my ID, so I couldn't get in. So I felt bad, but there's another one tomorrow that I think I'm going to try to make it to, uh, and just bring an ID cause I didn't bring it, but the, the meetup was interesting. The, okay. This is my question for you, Rage. Yeah. How, well, how do I want to say this? I always, I never, I always speak before I think I should really start thinking first. <laughs> okay. At, at, at the meetup I went to, I was expecting to see a bunch of hardcore fucking maximalist types that are just a bunch of crazies and toting guns and <laughs> eating, you know, eating raw steaks in the, in the crowd. And there was none of those. <laughs> there was, there was probably like 30 people, which mm-hmm. I didn't know how many people to expect. 30. Okay. That's cool. For me. And you know what, man, the one, the, well, I talked to a few different people, but the one guy that I got into a deeper conversation with started talking about web three. Uh, and I was like, what, what the fuck are you doing here? I didn't say it like that because I was like, I've never met a Bitcoiner in real life, let alone I've never met a crypto person in real life either. Right. So I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. Like, how do you think <laughs> web like why do you think this? I thought the people that were saying web three on Twitter are just morons, and clearly you're a moron. Like, what do you, there's yeah. no value in fucking blockchain tech. I just I couldn't believe it. But it was my first time there. I was trying to be nice. I'm like, let me hear this guy out. Let me just see what he has to say. And so he's going on, oh, you know, there's there's definitely something about the tech and uh, you can't deny that the tech is going to be important. I'm like, you can absolutely deny that. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. And, oh, this is the best part of the whole story. <laughs> so, so me trying to be nice, just like whatever. I'm at a Bitcoin meetup. I'll be nice to people. 
I'm like, all right, dude, you're a Web3 guy. Fuck it. I'll follow you on Twitter. What, what's your handle? And I go and I have my phone in front of him. And he says it's whatever the handle is. And I go to it. And I had already had him blocked. Oh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, oh my god! Until he Perfect. saw it, I'm like, "Sorry, dude, you're a fucking Web three moron. I don't know what to tell you." I, I unblocked him, and so did. Did you ask like, him why he was there? Is he just like just getting into Bitcoin or or what? I, I just kind of I was kind of thrown off by him talking about Web three. I was just yeah. like, "What? This is what? You don't get it at all. Like you're so." People, early on in your journey if that's what you think matters you know people still um, see bitcoin and they they think crypto they think web3 like i i do get a lot of those people that come in majority of like majority of the new people will come in talking about crypto and you kind of have to like yeah. wash all of that off so you could start building and talking about what bitcoin actually is because everyone i think everyone really looks past bitcoin like even like all the people on coinbase bitcoin's not the flashy one bitcoin's not the one that's got like 30% up today, top movers, you know, it's not one of those. So people look past it. I've heard, I have this other buddy of mine, he's like really into NFTs. And he's like, I, I just think uh, Bitcoin uses too much energy. He just, they fell for all the FUD, just like I fell for the fucking fake meat. It's crazy. Right? It's so sad to see it too. Cause once you, once you see that it's all bullshit, you can't unsee that. Oh, yeah. And so when people just start echoing it, you're like, oh, you're just, I don't know, to, to use the phrase, you're drinking the Kool-Aid of the NFTs or the Web3 or the crypto, whatever this shit is. And like, I felt like, I felt like he was a lesser person than me. Like you're a fucking Web3 person. You're like, this. you're stupid. You know, like, why would I even waste my time talking to you? Figure it out. It's yeah. not that difficult. They're almost and, uh, those are the people that you could you can almost get. They're they're in they're not fighting like the tech. So there's some people that are like fighting it because uh, people like that like gold. They're like, oh no, it doesn't have value. You you don't have to fight that. They're already at least they can see that something like crypto like cryptography has some kind of value to it. But now you just have to tell them where the true value is in the sea of all of the shit. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be easier and more fun to talk to a gold bug than it would be to talk to a crypto bro, as it were. Like gold, gold people are. If if Bitcoin didn't exist, I would have a whole hunk of gold in hidden somewhere in my walls. I think is where I'd be right now because it makes way more sense than, like you said at the beginning. You know, everything else is just gambling. Like gold wasn't gambling. Gold was the safety. Gold was the, everything's going to shit on gold. So to talk to those folks makes a lot more sense than to talk to the people that are just in it for either get rich quick schemes or thinking that NFTs are the future and you're going to tokenize everything or, Mm -hmm. uh, oh, there's new, faster, better cryptos that are coming out. Like those people are just, they're insufferable. (laughs) Yeah, we had a, I've had a couple like older guys come into the meetup and they're, they've definitely like, oh yeah, I bought, I bought some silver. I was doing this, but then uh, one, one of the older guys, he's like, I just, I just want to get away from central, central banks. So I was like, well, Bitcoin's the way. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. See, they, they all seem to have that, like they have that understanding. Doug, remember when we like early on in our Bitcoin life here we go no i mean you sent me the book which like i think we should bring it up more often because i don't think it gets passed around in bitcoin or circles enough is the creature from jekyll island Mm -hmm. and it was so insane for me to read that book i'm like oh this guy that wrote this is definitely a hardcore bitcoiner he must be and then you find out that uh what's his name edward something something yeah i can't remember off the top of my head 
but he wrote I, it in like the eighties or something. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. I, I had no, I had no context. I just you sent me the book, so I read it. And I'm like, oh, this guy is definitely a hardcore Bitcoiner. He knows what the fuck right, he's talking about. Right. But yeah. I, I've seen interviews with him where he says, "No, I don't know if it's going to be Bitcoin." He's just a Griffin. Ma- it's name Griffin. Griffin. That's right. Yeah. And he's just a hardcore gold bug. You know, he buys his gold. I think he probably has some Bitcoin now, but somebody like those people are respectable. They've done the work. They understand how the system is broken. They understand how the system works and why it doesn't work. And they're just looking for the the solution that they think is best. And for a long, long time, it was gold. Mm-hmm. And now Bitcoin just blows that out of the water. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. Just talking to crypto people is... Yeah. Yeah, but- <laughs> so... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying you got, you got to you got, they had to start somewhere. I mean, not not everyone can come in and just be a hardcore Bitcoin maximalist right off the bat. You you really do have to because because people they don't they're like oh well I don't want to miss it if these one like Bitcoin did that I don't want to miss if this one does that. But but at the end of the day, like what what are you wanting by buying that crypto? Are you wanting more fiat dollars or are you wanting to sell this on someone else later? Like think about why you're buying it. So you, you just have to you have to you have to flip their mentality like this. You're buying this for savings. So that's that's what Bitcoin is. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is, man. It's a good way to put it. It's once you start questioning and understanding why you're buying the things that you're buying or saving in what you're saving in, it all makes a lot more sense. And it, it just makes all the other cryptos so obviously not what you want to do because yeah it's all it is is gambling man i wish i wish more people could understand that and i'm sure like i'm i don't care if you want to gamble go gamble i guess but for the most part i mean this is the thing right we're in the (laughs) the pits of the bear market the crypto winter right (laughs) and so like everybody now that's still in crypto now this is probably the most i've ever said crypto in my life but um (laughs) anybody that's still in it now they understand that they're gambling like they know oh this one this is a gamble i don't know what's going to happen i'm I'm trying to gamble the the concerning thing is when the next bull run starts and people start actually well i guess this is true for the web3 guy too though they buy into the fucking hype and the stupidity and they think oh no this is really important this is this is what's going to change the world Mm -hmm. so i i just hope that when the next bull run starts that hopefully more people than not will understand that crypto is just gambling and Bitcoin is something much different, but I don't know, man, like yeah. you're new. You, you've only been here for uh, what's that, like 10, a year and a bit. Right. Yeah. And we are too. So we don't know what happens next. Like what happens at the next board? I have no idea what's going to happen, but I have a feeling that we're going to have to deal with this shit all over again, because that's what I see all the, the old timer maximalist says like, yeah, it's just the same thing over and over again. First it was ICOs and it was this crypto kitties and all this shit. And so we're just gonna have to deal with it again. I don't know if I'm going to have the patience for that. How, are you going to have to deal with NFTs again? Thank God. Yeah. They'll come up with something new. You're probably right. But I do want to take exception with this idea that it's gambling mm-hmm. because with gambling, you know what you're betting on, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are cards mm-hmm. on the table. You're betting that it's an ACE as opposed to, a 10 or something right yeah or roulette it's going to be a red or a black right it's you're betting on something mm-hmm. with crypto what are you betting on that yeah. hopefully everybody else buys it yeah that's yeah. what you're gambling like, I... it's not even really gambling it's just here take my money because i'm an idiot it's like <laughs> it's like that's it it's not even the lottery where like the government gives you a check it's it's so uh i, I don't know i don't even call it's... it gambling so much as just just chasing fiat dreams and just pissing your money away trickery as well yeah Yeah. 
I mean, it's just it's just awful. Mm-hmm. It's bad all around. It's it's immoral. It's it's awful. And uh, but what I've what I've been trying to what I've been trying to do recently is uh, I've I've been hearing people say instead of um, like trying to like to fix the old, just build the new. And so like what what we can build with Bitcoin is going to be better than what they have. So there we, we don't have to tell them. We can show them by by having something better and offering something better. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You, you, ju- you just hope that more people, like, you know, you just think a bit about the people that are still living in the lies of the mainstream narrative, and a lot of people aren't going to wake up to it. I'm just, I don't know, maybe this is just a me talking to myself thing. I'm just trying to cope with the fact that I'm going to have to deal with idiots for the rest of my life because there's so many of them. <laughs> like, it's so, like, like, look at us, you know, we're three dudes that happened to figure it out. We got... I don't, I don't want to say we got lucky. We did the work and we figured it out, but we put in the effort to understand what's actually happening here. And so many people are so lazy. Not only are they so lazy, they're also uh, so broke and nihilistic that they don't even, it's not that they're lazy. It's that they just don't care about anything at all. It's yeah. so brutal, man. Like yeah. they're not questioning is, anything. They're not. And yeah, you got to question everything, man. It's the most important thing to do. <laughs> it really mm-hmm. is. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me, uh, tell me how you started the meetup. Why did you, uh, why did you start it up and what kind of sizes, uh, groups, like how many people come? Yeah. What do you so, do there? Uh, yeah. So uh, what, what happened was once I started going, uh, once I started getting to really being like a, a maximalist, I, uh, I found this guy and his name was Baco Bitcoiner and I'm, and I'm from Bakersfield. So I was like, holy shit, I think I found one. And, uh, then, uh, he was throwing, he was throwing a meetup at a brewery here in town and they also, they accept Bitcoin there. So. He ended up getting um, like maybe 50, 60 people in, in the, into that brewery. And we had some guy, CJ Wilson. He wrote, uh, he was a baseball player, but he wrote the book, uh, Bitcoin and the American Dream. He was one of the authors of that. So he came down, he did a talk. So it was just crazy meeting, um, meeting so many other people that were either interested in Bitcoin or there was a, and then there was a, definitely a couple of maxis in there. So the, the couple of maxis that I, I'd met, there was one, uh, his name's Jesse and we were going to go meet up. So after, after that meetup, that guy, um, the guy that threw the first one, he left. He's in um, t- Knoxville now. So there was no other Bitcoin meetups like in Bakersfield. So I talked to that guy, Jesse, and I was like, hey, you want to go meet up for a beer and just talk Bitcoin? And then he's like, yeah, sure. And then I was like, do you mind if I like hit up a couple other people, see if they want to come? So that's kind of what it started right there. And then I just I started a Twitter and we started doing it every other Thursday. And I think I think the first one we got up to like maybe 14 people. But um some there was one night I had one member and then there was uh, another like on average we get around ten so it's it's still fun meeting some new people that come in some uh, some come some go but it's it's always uh, good talks. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be these the idea of Bitcoin meetup seems to be something that a lot of people that you just want to do something in the Bitcoin space. Yeah, and I, uh, it seems like a, a lot of people are setting those up. So if anybody's listening and you haven't been to a meetup. There's probably one in your area, honestly. Like they seem to be everywhere. I'm kind of surprised. And if there isn't, go start one. Because I I was hearing Matt Odell say that because I'm I'm big like uh, freak a rabbit hole recap. I listen to their podcast mm-hmm. as well, and uh, so that's what he's always saying. If, you, if there isn't one around you, go start one. And there wasn't one around me, so I had to do it. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, I love Matt Odell, Marty yeah. Ben. I've been going back and listening to their uh, episodes from like a few years back that's fun to do too oh that was another question i wanted to ask you you uh you seem to looking at your twitter you seem to know a bunch of like 
what's the word smaller podcast what else do you listen to and what like what was yeah what are your main main squeezes as it were is your, your I, uh, podcast yeah i started to like more, more of the plebs i just like hearing from um just from the the normal people like i started i, I tried listening to like peter mccormick's and then it just it gets sometimes when it gets too big it's too um you can't get your voice heard because like especially with fountain like being able to boost and actually feel like you're interacting with with the podcast like if i like i boost you guys and i say something you guys are reading it off and talking about it it's it's more fun it's an intriguing thing and like and if i'm actually en- enjoying it if I send these sats to you, you have you have more value in the in the sats that I send you than if I sent them to uh, Peter McCormack. You know, like he's he's not going to pick up and see that someone's actually valuing it as much as like you guys would. That's what I like to go in and make uh, make like an impression on on stuff. So it's a it's an opportunity for me to be like almost like a part of a part of the podcast by doing it. So yeah, I, I like your guys's, and then uh, you you told me about high hash rate, so I've been checking them out. They're they're, they're fun to listen to. Yeah. Um, there's another, uh, there's another meetup organizer in the Bay area. He started one defending the network. He's, it's only a couple episodes, but, uh, so yeah, it's just, and then I, I had, I think I had another friend just start another one. That was our first episode the other day. So yeah, it's, that, that's where you're going to really help, like help people get off the ground by sh- like showing that they're getting plays and people are streaming them sats and all of a sudden it'll start popping up on others, uh, other people's, uh, like list to, to start checking them out. So I, I really like just helping plebs, man. You're right on, man. That's what I think about a lot too, because you know, there's the there's the big boy podcast, and we all know who they are, and they're they're great, and yeah, McCormack is what McCormack is, but yeah, like Doug and I, you said you've listened to our most recent season. Like we we broke it up into seasons because we've been through different like phases of our own Bitcoin journey, and that, yeah. that it's kind of been like what we've done. So, like, what are you looking for when you? What are you looking for in a podcast when you're listening to it? Just What's a what's a good Bitcoin podcast to you? Hmm. I I just first of all I like to stay like up to date with what's actually going on and getting like live opinions about it because because this Bitcoin is is always kind of like, always changing you know just at least in a little bit of way so I always like to stay on top of that and it's it's about like what consensus of of all of the other Bitcoiners around like if if one person disagrees about what we should do about something like I want to know the opposite side of that you know like I like I like podcasts that bring guests on and get like a great opinions that that you wouldn't that they wouldn't just put out somewhere else like that that's what i really like to to hear is just to stay on on top of everything mm-hmm. yeah hearing the news of what's going on but also yeah i feel i find i mean doug and i try and do this but just you know just real debates and trying yeah. to contest each other's idea like even what you just said you know we we I, I compare crypto to gambling and you're just like, it's not really gambling. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. It's not gambling. It's even, it's way stupider than that, but just always contesting, <laughs> always contesting your ideas and what you think. Uh, I find Bitcoiners are so good at that. Whenever you, when like John Vallis has a lot of plebs on his show too. And it, there's so many good minds out there of people with good ideas and people that at least, you know, like to think critically or deeper than, than the average person. So, it's yeah, it's right. good to find those people, and yeah. it's that's just your, it's hard. Like the interesting, interesting people that that are out there doing crazy things, and and how how Bitcoin can even like get into their life, and and how it affects their life. It, it's crazy how Bitcoin can pull in even different types of people. Like you might have the same like mindset over certain things, but everyone's on these different paths using Bitcoin to and how it, how it helps them. So that's what's even that's the craziest part is that it's connecting 
all these things that I wouldn't have any connection. Like, I, I, how would I even know to talk to you except through Bitcoin? You know, so that's what creates all these connections. I kind of, I kind of relate it to like the Lightning Network. For once you make one connection, you don't know what kind of connections that person has, and it, you just open up all of these channels. So that's that's what gets exciting. Absolutely, man. That's awesome. Uh, okay, tell me, just to go way back, mm-hmm. tell me about your science job. Are you the the owner of that company, or did you? No, like, actually, how are you? Ma- yeah, what's going on here? Because how did you get all this scrap to make these things? What are you doing? Are you talking to the boss? How many, how many people are in the company? So what what it started was with me is uh, I uh, so I run a computerized cutter, so it's like a router machine. Um, so I cut a bunch of different types of plastics. I also run like a printer and like a plotter, so all, all of the sign making uh, machines. So uh, so I was working in the back, and whenever like say you cut out an O on your table, so like the center of that O is going to be trash. So like we can't we can't recycle any type of like acrylics or plastics that we have. So there's a big old circle and I'm throwing it in the trash can. So one day I was like, well, I want a Bitcoin sign at my house. So I just routed a big old logo out of that, the center of that, and uh, just put some graphics. We have like a bunch of scrap vinyl. So I put some graphics on it and had it at my house and I thought it was pretty badass. And then I just kept making them for myself. And I was like, holy shit, I, I've got a lot of signs here. Maybe I should do something about all this. <laughs> so... Uh, so then I was so sitting there looking at all the signs. I uh, I made a Twitter for uh, for no waste BTC signs. So uh, and I just started putting my my work on there. I didn't even want to like make a logo. I want my uh, my work to like speak for itself. So it's all it is is just pictures of all the different signs that I did. And at first I, I just want to tell people like if you want me to send it to you, I'll send it to you. Just just pay for the shipping. So it's kind of a way of me getting like some like KYC free Sats. So all I got to do is use my fiat and I'm getting KYC sats on the other end. So at the end of the day, like even if they don't actually pay for the signs and stuff, I'm still getting some type of gain for myself. I see personally, but, um, but then these people, what I like to do is I like to open it up. I heard this, uh, this thing on a podcast that someone sold an album and they, they let it be available. Like you pay whatever you think that that was worth to you. So, so people that don't have a lot of money, maybe they could chip in two bucks. Well, maybe someone really valued that album that they were buying. It was, they put in a hundred bucks instead of just selling the CD for 20, you know? So if you let people pay for the value that they took from it, like it, it opens up even more. Like I, I've been actually been able to get some like bigger tips from it. So, uh, but I'm actually really not even selling anything. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a cool like system I have here that I, I really like it. And uh, the, the coolest part about it all is I got the owner um, to, to, like I told him about all this. I let him know I was going to do it and uh, I set him up a moon wallet. So now whenever anyone gives me any type of payment, I just split it with my owner. So he's, he's getting Bitcoin from all of this shit that I would put in the trash can. So it's kind of a win-win for him at the same time. That's awesome. So is he like uh, pretty orange filled then or all uh, his I, is that your I gave him the Bitcoin standard and he took a little bit to read it and like he's he's in the stock market and, and everything with that and he's like, Oh, I, Bitcoin's probably gonna be the future, but I just I don't have any money to put at it right now. So that's why I'm I'm trying to show him like let me go earn it for you. You can still like earn it through this way. So he let me put us on that that Oshi app and then now I'm doing this. So it's like you can accept it. You don't even have to buy it. So I'm I'm building up him up a position right now, <laughs> just mm-hmm. just through this. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. You know, yeah. I think that's what what it's going to be for a lot of people. Is there? I think we're going to see. What do you guys think? Do you think we're just going to see a lot of people just casually move from using uh, fiat to using Bitcoin? Like I I saw a tweet the other day where 
uh, some girl was talking to some other girl and just casually asked, oh, hey, do you take Bitcoin? And the answer was, oh, yes, absolutely. I'll take Bitcoin. Just two random people. Right. And I think that's going to happen more and more. Like if anybody if I go out and I get a job and some random guy's like, oh, can I pay you in Bitcoin? I'd be like, fuck, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. uh, but it's just I think it's just going to casually kind of slowly transfer over. Where yeah. people are just going to decide, hey, Bitcoin's a better money. I'll definitely take it. So what do you guys think? Do you think it'll be like a slow, slow transition like that? I don't know. I, I, I go back and forth. You, you listen to it. I go back and forth between whether it's absolutely the end of the world and everything's exploding or if we're just going to see a nice casual <laughs> transition to hyper-Bitcoinization. Where do you stand on that? I, I think that we're going to start seeing more and more uh, like capital controls, these restrictions on what we can do with our money. And it's going to start to piss people off. Like, you'll, you just heard about PayPal doing that one thing, but they, they try to pull it back. Next thing you know, you're just going to hear about uh, limits on Venmo because they even said like even anything over 500 or si was it 600 that they're going to you need to be yeah. like monitoring on there. So there's you're going to see all of these restrictions and people are just going to be like wanting to be free at some point. So it's just it's how tight are they going to put it on other people until they wake up and realize that there's a free monetary system sitting out there waiting for them. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I agree. I'll tell you what, I get annoyed now when people don't take Bitcoin. Like, uh, there's a dude, he always posts, I follow him on Twitter. He's always posting like really good deals on ammunition. Mm. Not that I own any guns or anything. Cause I lost them in a boating accident with all my Bitcoin, but you know, I just like to check these things out and see what, yeah. see what prices are going for and stuff and see the market. And, uh, and, uh, so I've been, I've been not buying all of my ammo with Bitcoin from this, from a manufacturer because they take Bitcoin mm. and this was a different manufacturer. I'm like, Oh, that's a pretty good deal. And I go check it out. And, uh, they don't take Bitcoin. I'm like, okay, forget it then. Yeah. Not that interesting. No, you know? it's just, you, you realize how much harder of a system that is to deal with like your credit cards and all your other banking, like hooking up accounts. And it's so much easier yep. to, to pay like on that Oshi app, how it connects, it connects right to your moon wallet or to your strike. Like I'm literally, I bought it. It's paid for. It's already on its way. It was just so fast. So it's, it's, yeah, it is frustrating having a deal in fiat land. You're like, oh, it's so much easier. Here's the other thing that just hit me is that, so I shut down my PayPal account after they, they did that, pulled that shit, which by the yeah. way, that language is still in there. Just yeah. for everybody listening, if you haven't canceled your PayPal yet, do it, just do it because they, they own you now. If they've, they've declared that they own your speech. If, uh, yeah. if they don't like what they you're saying, they can, they can literally just take $2,500 from you. So, so I got rid of my, my PayPal account. And now I'm realizing, cause I'm getting all these notifications from like Spotify and like all these other services that I, I, I was paying through PayPal for them. Cause it's just so easy to set it up. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking we're not that, that system's going to go away then, isn't it? Like, are they going to, is there such a thing as like an automatic withdrawal for Bitcoin? Could you even, would you even want to do that? Would you have the same kind of subscription service with a, with a Bitcoin system, because I sure as hell wouldn't. I wouldn't let some corporation have access to to you know all of the Bitcoin that I lost in my boating accident. That would be ridiculous. Well, you can you, know? you, you can look at it two ways. You can just set up an a, another wallet because that's how Fountain works, right? It's just it's streaming stats to you. So that'd be like I a custodial right. wallet that you would hold it in. 
Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't, you, you have your, you know, that that's the good thing about Bitcoin is you can have a million different wallets. If you want, you have your one that's got your, right. your major savings. And then you have your one that's for your day-to-day -day purchases. And then you can just set up another wallet and say, okay, I'll put a hundred thousand yeah, sats in here for Spotify. And that's all. But they even then it's still to. different though. Right. Because like PayPal, you actually had to connect to your checking account. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it, it wasn't. It, and, and if they didn't have any money in the PayPal, they just dip into your, into your checking account. Yeah. So it's like, that's not going to happen with Bitcoin. Like all these people that are, that are, you know, like the Spotify's and the Hulu's and the Netflix's that are all just, you know, just dipping into your safe, your checking account. You know, I think that, that, system is probably going to have to go away because mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'll, I mean, it, you're, you're right. That's what will happen, right? You'll have a specific wallet does, unless you're an idiot, you'll have a specific wallet designated for, you know, whatever, but then you still have to fund it all the time. It's not like it is now where that money just kind of disappears and you don't think about it. Mm -hmm. You know, like again, the fiat system is sort of designed to just take your money, yep. you know, and, uh, I think that's going to like, it just gives you so much control back. And I think that's part of the problem is that people are afraid of that. They're afraid of having actual control. Like, yeah. I don't know why that is, but I think that's a true statement. And with, people with are just Bitcoin, terrified of having control of their own lives. Yeah. Well, responsibility has to go up with Bitcoin. There's a lot more, there's a lot more to it. There's yep. a little bit more risk to it. There's no one that's got your back. Your, your Bitcoin's not FDIC insured, you know? So yeah, right. you do have to be more responsible. Maybe you should know where, what you're fucking paying for. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we have, not, we have apps. I don't know if you guys have seen, I've seen ads for them. There are apps that will go through your apps to determine what you're paying for. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, I forgot what it's called, but it, it would like, it will tell you like, oh yeah, this is, you're, you're paying, you know, 10 for this and five for this and 15 for this and like goes through all. And then you hook it up to all of your different apps. And then if you want to cancel one, you can use this app to cancel that app. Like what, <laughs> what are we doing here? Inception. <laughs> yeah. The, it's the just, other... it's so crazy to me how far we've fallen away from personal responsibility. Yeah. It's just insane to me. Well, the other thing that I think is going to be a major change when it comes to these types of payments is that like you can set up a credit card for your Netflix or your Hulu, whatever it is. Right. And that's not even money. Like that's not real money. That's money. I'll pay back later. Yeah. Like, right. And all fiat is debt. And if you want to go deep into it, but on a base level, like if you don't have the $18, whatever it is for Netflix, they'll still take it. Like they still get it out of your account. Your account goes into overdraft yep. or whatever happens or your credit card goes higher in credit with yep. Bitcoin. It's either there or it isn't. You know what I mean? Like there's no debt, yep. which is just going to be really hard for a lot of people to understand that debt doesn't exist. You either have Bitcoin or you don't. There's no such thing as negative Bitcoin, which is one of my favorite things about it because th that's another reason so many people are turned to become depressed or nihilistic. It's like, I, not only am I broke and have no money, I have negative money. And like that just eats at your soul when you're in debt. And it's like, I can work for the next two years just to have zero dollars, you know, yeah. like it's a terrible, it's a terrible, yeah, yeah, it's a terrible mentality to have. And with Bitcoin, with Bitcoin, that doesn't exist. So that's another thing that I'm uh, super stoked about with Bitcoin. I don't know if I had a question in there. It's just something I think it's, about a lot. It's, it's, I think just Bitcoin's going to have to rewire how we think about money and just entirely. It's just, we, we're, 
everything that we've known being alive, it's all been fiat. It's all been credit. It's it's been not real money. And now we're finally dealing with real money and we're trying to learn the 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 circuit like what's going to happen like because of it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yep i have uh i have one more question for you rage and not really a question just another dive on your twitter here this is something you tweeted out and i like to just get a deeper um explanation of some tweets so you tweeted out the loan on which it kind of uh, applies to what we're talking about here the yep. loan on your house is the asset the house itself is a liability Please yep. change my mind. So explain to me what, what you what you mean there to somebody that doesn't know anything about Bitcoin or money. Explain that. So like the the loan itself is what you're you're using to like when you refinance, the, the loan is what you're pulling out on. Like that's because I had to refinance my house. So the the loan itself is what helped me get it. That the house, me owning this house has only cost me money from being here. I've had to put all this work into it, but what it's actually what I'm able to pull the value from is the loan. So like, but I can, I can keep doing this and making my house worth way more than it actually is. So then I'll have this big ass like loan that I pulled all this money from. And then, then I'm still stuck with the house that's still degrading over time. So that, that's where I'm, I, I get this, this pull. So it's like that the loan is the thing that really has the value. So it's, that's what fiat does. It, it takes like the value from the actual house. I, I, it's it's fucked. I, I I just like thinking about what what like Bitcoin can like demonetize it can it can take take that of what we've what we've led it up to be. Like the housing housing market has just gone crazy. Like since I bought it, it's it's gone up a, a shit ton. But I haven't done that much to my house. So it, it's this weird this is weird thing that you got to play with your loan to get this extra value that they've told you that it has. Yeah, man, that, that that's what trips me out too. Is like anybody that's r r quote unquote rich with real estate, it's not even that they have money in the bank. It's just that they have access to more and more and more debt. Mm -hmm. So eventually, that thing just collapses. That's that's all it is, right? You you need money, okay, to pull out the equity on your home or whatever. Like it's not real money. It's all it's all made up. It doesn't yeah, that's, matter. That's why one of my they uh, love offering that shit to you, don't they? Oh yeah. And, you know, especially if you're in good standing, they can't wait to get you not in good standing again. Like they just, I, I'm constantly getting stuff from my mortgage company. It's like, you know, you have equity in your home. You could pull that out and build a pool in your backyard. Yeah, and what they don't Shut tell up. you, like there, there is a chance that the housing market crashes and then you're stuck right. holding a fat bag. Yep, exactly. Their fat bag. Yep. And you get to hold insurance on that for them just in case. Uh -huh. I love that part. Oh my God, dude. Yep. Am Jeff, I, you know about that? Here you want to, you want to hear the craziest thing I heard? Uh, I heard that Canada's doing. You can get a loan out to update your house for sixty grand, and you only have to pay back forty grand. So it's like they're just giving away twenty thousand dollars to homeowners to fix up their houses, yeah. and then it's just yeah, the the government's just looking for every way possible to continue to print and make it look like, oh, these are all great incentives. Meanwhile, they're completely broke. They have no money and. I, I yeah, heard you're doing like a, a 50 year loan and you just got to think to yourself like, so you, yes. I'm going to be paying on this 50, 50 year fucking years. So like I might own it when I'm dead. Or my kids will eat the debt too. Yeah. Yay. It, it's, it's a terrible <laughs> system, but they're like, oh, but we just dropped your payment. But yeah, but you'll never really own anything. 
Yeah. Yep. It's just a nightmare. And man. you'll be happy. Yep. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right it's on. almost like this shit has been designed. It's yep. pretty crazy. I really do crazy. feel that way. I really do. Well, Rage Man, yep. this has been cool. You're an awesome dude. I'm sorry for your uh pre-wokeness. I feel your pain. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's all good. Now now that you like you can see the light, you can look back like, oh wow, they got me. That's that's why you can you can tell that that's there are so many people out there that are already that are currently getting got, you know, like, so, mm-hmm. you know, just try to open up as many eyes as you can in the meantime. Right on. Right yeah. On. Yeah. Uh, was there any, anything else you wanted to touch on before we move into the last part of the show here? No, that was, you... that's pretty much it. Yeah. Just uh, if you want, want some cool signs, hit me up on no waste BTC. Yeah. By the way, guys, if you haven't seen the stuff he's done, uh, you can check out the Twitter why Bitcoin underscore. I posted it. Uh, was it like a month ago? Maybe. Yeah, I'll repost um, it when we put this. Yeah, we'll uh, repost. I'll, I'll retweet or something like that. It's cool we, stuff. It's fun. It's uh, it's just it's great, you know. So yeah. I, I hope you make something out of it, dude. Because yeah. I love. First of all, I love the idea of of upcycling waste. I mean, yep. Just because I'm a conservative, it, it actually, you know, the whole lie about how conservatives just want the world to burn. We really don't like, I want my children to enjoy clean nature and shit. Like nobody wants their children to, to breathe bad air and, and drink filthy water. So yeah, I don't want this shit getting thrown into a landfill. So if he can make something out of it and, and turn into something useful again, you know, Godspeed, man, do it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's good stuff. And it's the thing I got that got me was like the, um, you made that like I, I'm gonna call it a paperweight because I'm not sure what else I would do with it, but yeah. it was like a little, it was like our logo in like a little stand form kind of thing. So it's like it's but it's like a big like eight inch circle of our logo. Yeah, it's just so cool, you know. It was yeah, like, it's like, it's like a desktop really awesome. pretty much. So, but yeah, I ended up yeah. made one yeah. of those for myself too. So I got it in my house. So <laughs> right on. Yeah, it's, it's really cool, dude. So. I have maybe, it in, uh, I have it maybe in my we should, window. maybe we should have him do merch for us, dude. There you go. Yeah. I meant to say, I'm going to take uh, all the stickers that you made for us with our logo. And I'm going to just put my Bitcoin podcast.com on the back and I'm going to hand those out at the next meetup I go to. So yeah. maybe, maybe it'll help. Right. So yeah, I definitely appreciate it. By the way, you sent so much shit. So just, yeah. One big thank you, man. Seriously. It was insane how much definitely. stuff was in the box. So thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Man. yeah trying to be like I was, my daughter was in the car with me and she's and i i you know i i handed it off to her she's sitting in the passenger seat and she's like what's in here it's so heavy i'm like <laughs> i don't know i have no idea so it, was, it, was, yeah. it was fun for both of us to open it up too she's like what is all this stuff it's great it's a lot of fun sending it on my end and seeing everyone get excited about it. Cause yeah, I do try to send a lot. Cause even, even if you don't use it all, like if you, if you give it out to somebody else, maybe you, like you take it to that meetup and you can give it out to somebody else. It's just, a, it's like a cool thing. My, my, my work out there to, to Bitcoin or so I'm kind of like treating it like Bitcoin in the beginning. I'm trying to like create some demand and, and put a lot out there. And if, if I have a lot of demand, I don't know if I'll be able to like keep up with it. So <laughs> right on, man. That, that's a good way to look, look at it for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, thank you guys both for the opportunity to come talk about this. And yeah, I love oh, yeah, the show. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, anytime, man. We love and we're going to have to have you on again, yeah? Oh, yeah. I was waiting for the question. Don't you guys normally ask? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's the question. We ask it of everybody, except we've been kind of bad about it the last couple episodes. It's but your, it's your We ask job. everybody, would you come back on the show? Yes, of course. Love to. All right. Right on. Go. Got another one, Jeff. Got, got him. Got him. So many shows lined up in the canon. Right on. Okay, yep. Doug, yep. it's uh, time for you to take the reins here. We got a special announcement. All right, everybody. It's time for 
Why Bitcoin presents your weekly price check. That's right. It's time for the weekly price check. And ladies and gentlemen, very exciting. And uh, we're glad you're here, Rage, because you get to share this brand new news with us. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now officially sponsored by uh, River, uh, River Financial. Nice. This podcast is sponsored by River. Securely buy Bitcoin, purchasing mining rigs, and even access the Lightning Network at river.com. To get started, use the link in the show notes to get up to $10,000 in bonuses on River. And I'm going to say a little bit more. That was the, uh, that's the official tagline there. But these guys, uh, they reached out to us, which was really cool. And um, <clears throat> they, they are, what did they say, Jeff? They're kind of like... Uh, a mid midline. Uh, what do you well, they're like from? a midline exchange, but they're Bitcoin only. They're they're Bitcoin um, only exchange. That's very important to both of us. Um, yep. They're they, only you can a, actually get a uh, a miner from them. Yes, which is and very cool. And then they have they are offering Lightning services, so you guys need to check them out. River.com. Uh, if you do get anything from them, please use the uh, the link in the show notes. There, uh, we have our own. Um, if you're just listening, let's say you're driving, you can go to partner.river.com backslash why Bitcoin podcast, and that will help out the show. So that would be great if you did that. Um, anyways, so that's that. This week, actually last week, I should say, we had our friends Chris and Frida on, Chris and Frida Bobay of the um, Bitcoin nine, for Kiddos fame. And 99 signs, you might be 99 signs, you might be a Bitcoiner. There you go. Bitcoin and, uh so, so they threw in a guest last week. Guess, not a guest. And I got to bring up the thing. So, Jeff was the bitch bear. He uh, he said that it was going to be eighteen thousand nine eighty seven sixty five. I was middle of the road at nineteen thousand five 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 five. And Chris and Frida came in as the bulls at twenty thousand two forty two. Zero zero and Jeff, I'm looking at timechainstats.com. We have our first guest as a winner this week, and very close, and very close. I'm right now. I'm getting it at uh, twenty thousand two sixteen and fifteen cents. So they're only off by like twenty, what twenty seven dollars, something like that. Yeah, it's insane. So nice job, Chris and Frida, coming in hard. Um, crushing it so good for them so that's going to add 5,000 sats to the pot which means we're now at 105,000 sats between me and Jeff nice and uh, Jeff is winning like 8 to 4 I think or something it's like that nine, right Jeff currently 9 to 4 I also want to just right, say eight, it's 8 to 4 and uh, so that's awesome <laughs> I just wanted to say when I went to that meetup uh, remember just recently we switched from bitbo.io to timechains stats.com uh this time chain stats.com is created by one of the friends of the guy that was at the meetup i went to so i was like oh that's cool i just started using that one instead of bitbo so canadian canadian run and it's just cool canadian company huh yeah so i don't know it's just cool to know the guy that knows the guy i like Mm. stuff like that (laughs) yeah it's always fun right on okay uh do i say the rules did i say the rules let me uh, just do the show. Yeah, go ahead. Do your rules. Okay, maybe there's a new listener here. If you're new here, Doug and I, we make a guess of what the price of one Bitcoin is going to be every week. Uh, the price doesn't matter. We know it's stupid and nothing matters. Just buy as much as you can. 
but we think it's a fun little time capsule to keep track of what the price was. I've been going back and listening to old pods of other folks and it's like, oh, the price is at this. It's like, man, what a crazy time that was. So it's fun to remember, you know, and we've been in this 20,000 range for so long. We'll, we'll all have fond memories of stacking these cheap sets. So it's fun to remember. Uh, we keep it fun by just keeping score of who guesses closest. Uh, whoever guesses closest gets a point at the end of our season. We tally up who has the most points and the loser gives the winner a pot of sats. And yeah, like Doug said, if we have a guest on and their guest is closer, then we add 5,000 sats to the pot. Okay. That's all of that. Um, now what happens, Doug? Now we're going to take 30 seconds. All three of us are going to write down our answers of what we think is going to be the price of Bitcoin in USD at this time next week, starting now. That's about the right time. As a guest, Rage, you go first, my friend. Okay, I'll, I'll be a little bit of a bear just because I like getting sats under 20,000. So I'm going to say 19,750. All right. Interesting. I'll go next for you, Jeff. I'll let you be the last here. Uh, I'm a little more bullish than Rage at 19,998 and one cent. Oh, goodness. We all bet all right. in the 19,000s. I said 19,444 and 44 cents. This means for sure we're going to be at like 30, 30K next week. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bottom. The bottom's in, boys. All, Get ready oh, for the yeah. God candle. Yeah, we all Here think we're going down to the teens again. It's just going to rip everybody's face off. That's when that happens. So. Yeah, we're all like, just a little bit more time to stack in the teens, please, please, please. <laughs> Whoosh. And then it yeah, goes. I want more. Bye. So, right. awesome stuff. All right, Rage, do us a favor. Please tell everyone where they can find you on Twitter. Do you got a website? Let them know how to get a hold of you. Go. Cool. So, I have my personal Twitter at uh, RageAF. That's Rage with a three underscore AF. And then uh, I have my No Waste BTC signs for my sign thing, and then also um, Baco Bitcoin for my uh, for my meetup, if you'd like to check that out. Yeah, definitely. All of those on Twitter. Glad Do you have a website or anything? No, no website yet. It's, seriously, it's only been a couple months, so I was just, just barely getting going. I've just been using Twitter as oh, everything cool. for right now. Right on. Right on, man. I just want to make sure for show notes. Yep, I, I might get there one day. One day. Yeah. One day. <laughs> You're doing great. No, man, I appreciate awesome. what you're doing. It's cool yeah, shit that you're making. Yeah, it's cool stuff. And it was a good good interview, man. Thank you for, for coming out. We appreciate it. Cool. It was a lot of fun. Yep. I'd be glad to come back anytime. Sweet. We'll definitely have you, man. Cool. Hit me up if you guys want any decals or anything else. So. Oh, absolutely. We, will. we definitely will. Cool. We'll, hopefully, I'll run out of these stickers and I'll need some more. That's the exactly. dream. Yeah. In, in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool, man. Uh, Okay, chill ourselves. If you want to find me, I'm at YBitcoinJ. Doug, you are? 
Still at YBitcoin underscore. Come on, Elon. Get your shit together. (laughs) You can find all our shows on YBitcoinPodcast.com or search for us on the Fountain app. Just search Y space Bitcoin question mark. We're on all the other apps as well. Um, Shit, I had one other thing I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. One more thanks to River for sponsoring. That's pretty fucking badass. Uh, They're they're cool. Check them out. The links will be down below if you want to use them for your Bitcoin needs. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Doug, you can take us out because you haven't done it in a while. I haven't done it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, everything you've heard is a lie, except for on this podcast. <laughs> this podcast is truth because we talk about Bitcoin. So buy some Bitcoin before the end of the world because it's coming. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. All right, cut. <laughs>